and welcome to the Waffle Zone. And this week, let me tell you, you are in for a treat because the uh, person that keeps people in order is not with us this week. But joining me on the line, I have the flip flop, the thong, the horseshit guru, Matthew. In the kingdom, baby. In the kingdom, baby. <laughs> oh, I like it the other way better. In the kingdom, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Gold, Jerry. It's gold. It's gold, I tell you. Gold, Jerry. How are we? Things, it seems a little different here tonight. Yeah, it's a little more loose. I was saying to you, it's like, you know, the flowers don't have the same smell. The food doesn't have the same taste. There's something missing. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, And the, uh, ooh, the rude person doesn't have uh, anyone to uh, <laughs> to to watch out for either. <laughs> oh, so what are you saying? I've got free reign now. No, 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 no. We got this. Is remember this is a kid friendly show. Oh, that's right, that's right. Kid friendly show. So I won't say all the things that you usually tell me. Then yeah, people got to listen to the waffle, uh, the pre show, uh, the, uh, the Patreon stuff if they want to hear that. So. Um, <clears throat> that, well, hang on. How do you become a Patreon? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Uh, th- there's there's multiple tiers. The cheapest one is $3. Usually and, my tiers. Yeah. Th- th- but you got $3.33, but you might want to bump up to the next tier because the next tier is $6.66. So. You know what Ozzy said, though? What did Ozzy say? No, no more. more tiers. What? <laughs> That's what he said. No more tears. No, no more tears. Well, there is a $10 and a $15 tier. If you just love my podcast and you're like, you know what? I just want to give Steve money. <laughs> you know, if I, I don't pay for the podcast, so it's just worth something to me. So, you know, if you want to do that, that's, that's always appreciated. Uh, what do you get? You get, uh, you get to listen to me and Matt talk for an hour and a half, uh, before we do this. <laughs> what does Matt get? Uh, no, Matt- no more tears. <laughs> no more tears. Um, you know, and then we have a little chat group on, uh, what do you call it? Um, Hang on. I noticed that you just avoided my question. Wait, what'd you say? What do you get? What does Matt get? You said no more tears? Uh, I I'm heard trying you. To, I'm trying to put myself into a position of better bargaining. It's not well, working. you do know, and I've always <laughs> told you that you have you get everything carte blanche that you want. But I remember I sent you one when I talked to Gin. I remember I was like, dude, I sent, I got here's Gin's conversation. The, the, the initial, the, what, what? The, our conversation before we recorded, I sent it to you mm-hmm. and you told me, did you listen to it yet? Yeah, I've listened to his story. I liked it. Now I'm talking about the pre-show, pre-show yeah, chat. Yeah, I listened to his story. I liked exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but, but to be honest, oh, and this is going to make me sound really basic and I probably shouldn't say anything. The reason I never listened to that is because you sent it to an email address that I only use on the other laptop. Uh, well, and if you I'd wanted it, go, I'd send it. I'd have, you know. I'd have to go downstairs, and otherwise, I, I can't remember what the, yeah, the passwords and cetera are, so I leave things where they are. That's, That's all good. good. Yeah. That was the only reason, and that makes me sound... You've Basic. exposed me, my yeah. lack of technical savvy. <laughs> yeah, I think people already knew. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other thing people do get is, um, you know, we put out... Usually the stories come out early. You get... Sometimes you get episodes that were recorded that will never be released to the public. Mm. Like the one I recorded about two weeks ago. 
the one that we talked about a little earlier. If yeah. You're a Patreon person, you'd know what we're talking about. <laughs> so you're missing out. I don't want to make this a Patreon commercial. I wasn't trying to go there. But there is a link in the show notes if as well if you want to, <laughs> if you want to click on it. That's what Kirsty says. She said that's quicker. So and let's see. But you do get there we have a little group on Twitter where everyone's in a chat on Twitter. So that's kind of cool as well. But Okay, so the Waffle Zone. We're doing the Waffle Zone. This will be coming out on June 27th, I believe, is the date. This is the 25th. And the next Tuesday is July 4th. And the Tuesday after that is July 11th. And the Tuesday after that is July 18th. I'm not 100% sure there will be a Waffle Zone on July 18th. I'm 100% sure there will not be a Waffle Zone on the 4th or the 11th. Unless... Matt, unless Matt, hang on, unless is in there's a chance. There is a chance. Tell me, tell me more about okay. this chance. <laughs> so, this is just something that I thought of and I ran it by you, and you and said you it. said you were going to thrust it out there. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to thrust it out there. So, <laughs> so um, you're a if, bad boy. If somebody feels like they've always wanted to record a waffle zone or, you know, maybe thought I could do that better than uncle Steve and Matt and Kirsty. You know that most of the people say that um, they, most of them probably could <laughs> as well, but I, I thought this one might be kind of a fun idea. If someone wants to do it, if no one wants to do it, there will be no waffle zone. But if someone decided, Hey, I'm going to record a waffle zone. I'm going to get in touch with, you know, somebody that maybe, you know, Maybe somebody that is, you know, been on the podcast. Kirsty and Matt and I are all on vacationing type of things going on in these next two weeks, so none of us are available. And I'm, I'm, I thought about recording it while I was hiking up a mountain. Like I thought that might be <laughs> kind of cool, but I'm like, I'm not going to have all the stuff written down, you know, because if you do a waffle zone, you have to tell us what you listen to. Music, yeah, you'd, you'd be out of breath. Yeah. You get, that's exactly right. I'll be up in the mountains. You got to tell us the podcast you listen to. You have to tell us uh, about the retweets and the tweet quotes from the episodes, the the Waffle Zone episode and the uh, uh, regular episode that comes out. And, you know, and then you can waffle with somebody or, you know, you could probably talk by yourself, I guess. I mean, they could go solo, right, Matt? Yeah, just freestyle something, make something up. It's not yeah. like it hasn't been done before. Right, right. But but what I would think would be cool because everybody that's been on my podcast before, everybody other than maybe Dennis Stratton, maybe uh, I think Joe Lazarus and Blaze Bailey I used Skype with. I didn't use I used uh, what was the other one called Zoom. I used Zoom with uh, Dennis Stratton, but that's when I was in a real studio <laughs> recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. So, but. Everyone has ha- everyone's used Skype, so let's just pretend you're a person listening to this, and you go, you know what? I've always wanted to talk to somebody that you know, someone that did their Iron Maiden story. Let's just say you could call that person on Skype. There's a button. I'm looking at it right now on the bottom, or a little button. It's a uh, on the Skype thing. You just click on it, and it says record. You would record the phone call, and you download it after you're done and you email it to me. And all I ask in return is it is a kid friendly show, right? So no profanity. 
Um, if anything needs to be edited out of the call, you would have to really tell me when. Because I, 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 I would like it to be a surprise to listen to as well. I, I don't want to have to listen to the entire episode to, to figure out where it needs to be edited. So if you, you know, like if you said something accidentally at the, you know, 20 minute mark and you could just write it down and you tell me, hey, like right around the 20 minute mark, I accidentally said this or we just messed up and we started over or whatever. That would work fine. But yeah, there's not going to be a waffle zone next, uh, next Tuesday or the one after it, unless. Somebody does now. If someone, not that there will be a mad rush to do this, but basically, if someone tells me they want to do the waffle zone, I'll probably go with whoever sends it to me first. Whoever says they'll do it. But hey, Matt, maybe we have two waffle zones in a week, right? Could be a waffle off. <laughs> you know what? That would be kind of cool if we had like three or four waffle zones. Mm-hmm. That would be now. I, I, look, if if I get three or four of them, I'll put them all out. Just forget it. Let's just put them all out. Why not? Yeah, that's good. It doesn't have to be just one. But like I said, they got to be profanity-free. You got to at least kind of follow the format. If someone, you know, my, my <laughs> I, I won't I won't name any names, and I don't want you to allude <laughs> to anybody. But I, I thought, you know, maybe someone wants to get on here. Let's just let me let's here. I'll go this route because maybe someone says I'm going to do the waffle, and I'm going to get on there and talk about how much I love Motorhead, right? You know, or just. Maybe, you know, waffle on about Motorhead a bit because I'm not going to waffle on about him. Um, so, you know, maybe and, and I don't have a problem with that. I just kind of want the format to be what it's supposed to be. And if you want to waffle on about stuff like we do or blow V8 as we do, mm. right? right? Um, uh, well, do you know what? I think that was on you. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, because it. Yeah, cause actually it was. Only, I was the only one on the episode. He just that's, didn't know. That's right. <laughs> So if anyone wants to record your own waffle zone, you know, with, with somebody else or solo, because it can be done either way. You can, you can do the waffle with somebody else or you can do it solo. Right, Matt? That's what I've been told. <laughs> I mean, I did a, I did it. I did it solo last week. Right. I think it's not, it's not a reach to think about that, is it? <laughs> okay. So there it is. I've said it. It's out there. If someone wants to, uh, um, pick up what we're putting down here. And, and, and I mean, I think it would be kind of cool to have a cup. And, and like I said, I'll need one for, for each week, you know, so you have to do the retweets and the quotes. I say the best time to do it is re- if you're going to record it, like say on a Sunday night, right? Because most of the retweeting and quote quoting is already done by what is it for us? 11 a.m. 11 p.m. <laughs> it's, and, uh, and I, if there's anything new, then, you know, so be it. So, Anyway, so let's move on, Matt. Let's uh, now that people know how to, you know, and then okay, let me add this lastly because I did mention this to you. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Where are they going to send it to? Do they know? Oh, you gosh. Yeah. Send you would email it to <coughs> Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com. That's Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com. That sounds familiar, the address. That's where we send stories to, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to do an Iron Maiden story, you can send it there as well. Mm. <laughs> Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com, you say? Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com. So you could send it there. And the other thing is, you know, uh, my my um, level of expectation for this, Matthew. <laughs> is I, usually low. Yeah, because I, I kind of think sometimes I'll throw stuff out there and I'll, I'll be like, hey, if anyone wants to do this, uh, then let's, you know, this. And then I just, nothing will happen. No one will send anything. So I will be pleasantly surprised if I get a, just one 
Waffle Zone done from anybody else for either of these two weeks. So I'd love to have one for both weeks. That would just be, that'd be cool. It'd be very unique. And then who knows if it, if it worked out really cool, maybe it would just be a random thing every now and then where, you know, someone else got to do the Waffle Zone when I just wanted to, because every now and then I do want to take a week off, but mm-hmm. I always have to record Waffle Zones. So so anyway, anyway, that's that's that. So Matt, what did you listen to this week? How about that? How's that for a uh, transition? For a segue? I, you know, I forgot what we were doing this. Uh, you want me to tell you first what I listened to? No, mine's quicker than yours. Okay. So I did not listen to very much in the way of music this week, but you will probably get a bit of a surprise. Yeah, you told me there was something surprising here. So, so I did listen to some Maiden. I listened to Live After Death. Okay. And for some reason, I had a Bruce Dickinson hangover. And earlier this week, I had a listen to Accident of Birth, an ah. album I'm sure that you're familiar with. Yeah, it's a great one, album. One reason or another, we should probably talk about that sometime. We should. But, and I don't know what prompted me to listen to this. I think I just wanted to listen to something different that I wouldn't usually, and it's certainly nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. But it would be a bit of a surprise to hear that I had probably gone out and listened to it. You're probably familiar with this. Um, is this going to make me smile? Yeah. Do you need a drink? Before we go, go any further, do you need a drink? No, I don't need to drink tonight. I got to. Okay. Uh, Vincent is a hint. Oh, listen to Dada. No, I didn't actually, but you're very close. Some Alice Cooper, Brutal Planet. Ooh. So I had tried to listen to this once before, and I just wasn't in the right frame of mind to do it. I mm-hmm. started, I was like, I don't want to hear this. But I must have been in a, I want to hear something different kind of mood. Yeah. And so I was working and listening to this, and you know what? And I really enjoyed it. It Ooh. was heavy, mm-hmm. the way you had kind of sold it to me. Yeah. And I, I don't remember the track by track, because this is back on Monday when I listened to it, and now we're at Sunday, and I've slept once or twice since sure. then. But I have to say that I really did enjoy that. No word of a lie. Very good. Uh, yeah. I will probably come back and visit that. And if there's any more Alice in that vein, I would probably be very open to that. Because Dada, I think I told you that maybe on an off week when I wasn't doing the waffle that I'd listened to it. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. But, it, but it's very, very different. Um, Dada gave me the sense of, it was almost like a musical. I could imagine it being like a Broadway play kind sure, of. Sure, sure. Oh, it was you and Eric had done that, wasn't it? Me and um, not Eric, um, Brandon. Oh, Brandon, sorry, Brandon. Yeah, yeah I because I did have a listen to the album after the two of you had spoken about it and enjoyed that. Um, but no, that was it. That's all I listened to as far as the albums went for the week. Just I live after death a couple of times and the yeah, accident of birth and brutal planet. That was it. Okay, so do you have a pen? You have something you can write with? I know you like to take notes sometimes. Uh, I have a keyboard. Write this down. Yeah. Alice Cooper. And the next part is all one word. Yeah. Dragon Town. If you want, if you, if you like, uh, if you like the vibe overall from Bruder Planet, you will love Dragon Town because it's, it's like he made, it's almost like he recorded those two albums together in a way. Oh, okay. They're very. It's, it's, I'll listen to that and I'll tell you about it on the waffle next week. Not, not, yeah. <laughs> unless you send one in. Well, that's not, <laughs> not. So, so for me, <clears throat> I listened to. Let's see. First off, I listened to a band called. Now, 
I talk a lot about Galactic Cowboys occasionally because the um, Monty has a rock cast, uh, the podcast that he listen, that I listen to. But Monty's Revenge? <clears throat> no, no, not even Monty Zuma's. So, but uh, no, I was I was honestly asking if it was Monty's Revenge. I couldn't remember what it was called. No, Monty's Rockcast. Ah, oh, that's it. That was close. But this is in the podcast. So when they broke up, uh, when Galactic Cowboys broke up in like I think two thousand, or they. They recorded an album, put it out, and they were done. The lead singer, the main lead singer, is named Ben Huggins. And he went, and a few years into it, I think he kept thinking they would do something else and they never did. So eventually he went and recorded, and I wouldn't call it a solo album because it was definitely a band album. It was uh, him him singing and playing acoustic and his son playing bass and um the original guitar player of Galactic Cowboys brother plays on it and sings a little bit, uh, but th- they did a band and it was called Gristle, like mm. Gristle off a stake or something. Yeah. And the album was called Cold Blue Sky, and I haven't heard it in a long time, but I just something popped into my head and I was like, I want to hear that, and so I just followed that, and man, I just loved the heck out of listening to that. It's such a, it's really different. It's it. I don't really know how you classify it. It's just a rock album, but it's it's a cool album. I don't know where you can find it, but I think I own it on – I think I bought it on Apple at one point because I just couldn't find it anywhere. And so I looked on Apple, and it was on it was available there. But it's called Cold Blue Sky by Gristle. Yeah, someone might like it. I don't know. But I, I liked it. I I don't like every song on it, but there's like – there's one song on there that's almost like a country song, and it's just – here, let me just, let me just play you the very intro of it and tell me if this is – you think there's something – well, the album's on Spotify because I just looked it up. Oh, you looked so, it up. Okay. Yep. Let me uh, tell me if you think that this sounds like something I would listen to. Uh, which song is it? Uh, am I? Yeah, I think this is it. Does that sound like something I would listen to? Uh, it's not the first thing that would come to mind. But that that little slide guitar thing. I don't know what that's called. It's a, um, a, a, it's not a, not a mandolin. It's a, uh, it's like one of those sit down steel guitar things. Yeah. And that is being played by the drummer from Galactic Cowboys, which I thought was kind of cool. But, um, here, let me just, just to save, just to save me a little bit. This is how a different one of their songs starts. So, it, oh, okay. so there is some rock on it. It's not. It's just like one random song, but you know how it's like you'll listen to it, and because it's a certain band you're listening to, you'll go, okay, I'll let it go. I'll yeah. let it slide, like like Metallica listening to uh, those two countryish songs on the Load albums or something. Like you'll go, okay, it, I'll let it go because it's Metallica, or I'll let it, because it's an album that this guy's on or whatever. So that's, but I like that song a lot too. It's just it's just so different. But uh, let's see. Uh, listen to Ozzy Osbourne this week. I listen to a lot of Ozzy Osbourne this week. I know, um, I know that one person in particular, Outback Mark, will take particular interest in this list, and he'll really smile when he hears this. Um, I listened uh, to the Ultimate Sin. I listened to. I told you I listened to a lot of Ozzy this week. So, I Bark at the Moon, Diary of the Diary of a Madman, No Rest for the Wicked. Ordinary Man, 
which is his album from 2022, 21? Can't remember which one. Uh, Black Rain, which is, uh, I don't know if you ever listened to the episode when I was on the Diary of the Mad Men podcast where we did an album battle, and, it, and one of them was Black Rain. And I had never heard Black Rain up until that point. Holy crap, that album's amazing. Gosh, I think that's the album I listened to probably the most. That, well, other than the one I listened to mowing the yard today. What um, year is that from? Black Rain is, uh, I think it's 2000. Let's see, four, six or seven. Oh, so it's going back a good way. Or a yeah, decent. yeah, here, I'll find it right here. It's a Black Rain was 2007. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting. Oh, hang on. So that might have been the tour I saw him on then. Oh, okay. I, uh, yeah. From what I understand, they didn't play a lot of they were, he didn't do like Maiden and play a lot of new material when he plays these when he puts albums out. Yeah. So um <clears throat> But yeah, it's it's oh man, I really like that album a lot. I just Uh let's see um and the reason uh, I think I might have mentioned No Rest for the Wicked already. Uh, and the reason I listened to Black Rain is because I heard this song by Ozzy Osbourne, and it was called uh, what was what song was it? It was called Dead and Gone, and it reminded me a lot of Black Rain. So I listened to it. Oh, sorry, Dead and Gone is on another album I listened to this week called Patient. Number nine, Outback Mark. And uh, as I have been messaging um, one of the guys from that Aussie podcast a lot, I was saving this surprise for Mark. But I told one of the guys from the Aussie podcast, and I'll just say this for Mark and Mark alone, but I still like Black Rain and Ordinary Man both better (laughs) so far. But I'm only about maybe three listens in. And... um, there's more on this coming up. But the next band I listened to, Matthew, mm-hmm. I also listened to Live After Death by Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the album that I listened to, Matthew, that's going to make you smile. Yeah. That I listened to three or four times today. Here, hold on. Before I tell you. That will make me smile, will it? Yeah, before I don't say anything. Before mm, I. Um, I don't know what it is yet. Before I say that, it has something on it that sounds like this. You recognize that? I might have heard that. Yeah. It also has something that sounds like this. I've heard that's not a bad album. I'm going to say this. Are you ready to smile? I'm already smiling. I was listening to this album today and maybe it was cause I was just out busting my ass in the yard. Well, yeah. Hang on. So what'd you say? Three or four times you listened to this. It just played over and over. I never, I, I, you know, I was dirty. My hands were dirty. I didn't have time to really stop it, but I obviously, if I didn't want to listen to it a second time, I would have made, I would have taken the time to take the gloves off. And I was listening to this whole album and I was just like, mm. Ooh, I just about said something I shouldn't say. I, I don't want to eat. I don't want to edit myself. I was like, holy crap. I mean, like, I've been arguing a tiny bit with a couple of people on Twitter about this album this week. Not is really. It safe, al- is it safe to say that you've arrived? Oh, no. I'm, I've already arrived on this album. But today spoke, when I, li- today when I listened to it, past. today when I listened to it, I was just like, 
God, I love this album. I mean, and I, I think I did an episode on this three years ago where I said I love the album as well. Mm-hmm. But I was even enjoying Coming Home today. I was enjoying Isle of Avalon today. Well, I've got a question for you. This will probably shock you even more. I was even enjoying When the Wild Wind Blows today. I was just about to see. (laughs) I remember you, the very first time I spoke to you, Uh I asked you about that song. Uh And you didn't have much to say about it then. So you've come around. Oh, I always said it was a good track. I I liked it. I used to like it a lot. this This used to be my alarm right here on my phone every day. I don't know if you can hear it. When it kicks in, that was the alarm. Any day now, Steve? That took a while to kick in. Were you late for work every day? (laughs) Yeah. That right there always, when I talk about how lush, like, Mm -hmm. um, somewhere in time is when it starts. I get the same lush vibe the way that it comes in. I'm like, it's so, and, but I listened to the album over and over today, like three, like I said, three here, you know what? Let me quit, quit uh, bum uh, going around the bush here. Uh, like laughing in the hiding bush or whatever. And, uh, okay, Matthew, I listened to that album three full times today, not four. So, so I guess it's what, how long is it? 80 minutes or so? Like 79 minutes, I think. Okay. Well, you know what? I can, why am I even asking you when I've got the album right in front of me? I can look right at it. It's an hour and 17 minutes. So it's, uh, that'd be 60, 77 minutes. So times three is almost three, almost four hours. So that makes, a, that makes about sense to it. So, yeah, but gosh, I was just, I was just enjoying that. And I was thinking, man, those guys that were arguing with me and saying, well, the, the second half of the album's pretty weak. And I was like, Mm-mm, that's my favorite part. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but man, I was, I was still loving mother of mercy, uh, big yeah. time. Uh, I was really loving the alchemist a lot more than, I mean, I, I've ever since Andrew did this episode, I've loved it more, but now, what I, about Kirsty's Kirsty's fave. Do you remember that? Isle of Avalon. Yeah. Was that uh, getting some love too? It got some love, but it's, it's still not, Ranked, oh. it, it, I, I, but I was enjoying it. I think I was just not paying attention as much during that song. But yeah, but now I had a question for you, and I think I know the answer. But I definitely had a conclusion to this mm-hmm. question when I listened to this today. Starblind or the Talisman? Which song do you prefer? I'm going to say Starblind, and I yeah. love Talisman. Yeah, but like I told you, I don't know, two or three, four weeks ago, whenever it was, I know we talked about Starblind, and I was like, if I think of listening to Maiden, mm-hmm. that's the first track that pops in my head. Mm, okay, yeah, I, I was listening today, and I was like, I really like Starblind. I mean, I think one of my absolute favorite lyrics of all time is, you know, that one I sent you. Mm-hmm. You believe you have much time, but I tell you, your time is short. That whole the whole song is full of oh yeah lyrics. yeah it was I was thinking I need to go on Facebook and start posting some uh, some comments on there or whatever but but I think I prefer the talisman though to that so I don't know if it's because the talisman just followed it and I would it's a go oh energy. I love this and then I love the talisman too but I love both of them I I like the whole album and I, it but I did think this today because the other day I was telling those guys, they were like, yeah, that to me, that's the worst album they've put out in the, in the new millennium or whatever, you know, that we're in. And I was kind of like, wow, really? Okay. And I told them, I said, it's either 
uh, let's see. I think it's, it's either three or four for me out of those. But I would say right now, we got Brave New World, Dance of Death, Matter of Life and Death, uh, Final Frontier, Book of Souls, and Senjutsu. I would say today it's solidly sitting at three. Oh, okay. Yeah, of those six. And I don't know if you know this or not, Matt, but two of those yeah. are my number one and number two albums, you know? So, well. Or the two, two of those are in my top three. I don't know. I'm pretty sure those are, like, pretty sure A Matter of Life and Death and Brave New World are in my top two, both of them. So, if that. Two-thirds two of my top three are from that decade. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know where I would put uh, – I don't know if I would put Final Frontier above other things that are that high, but I don't know where I would put it at all anymore. We need to do another episode like that, don't we? Ranking all the albums. Perhaps. Because but I, I, I kind of thought I didn't know if I liked it better than Senjutsu. I do like it better than Senjutsu. <laughs> I do. I know that. I was thinking – you know what I was even thinking today when I was listening to this album? I was like, I would rather go see them redo this tour than redo Somewhere in Time. <laughs> Well, I kind of got stitched on that tour, and because all they did was play El Dorado. Yeah, you saw uh, the opening night in Dallas, didn't you? I did, and as good as what I had no problems with that show whatsoever. Oh yeah, because it was like, oh, I remember saying no hits, no hits, because it was all the stuff from two thousands. Gosh, that's the, that's the show I would want to see now, but mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever do that again. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been the that would have been the tour to see that both both legs of that tour would have been awesome to me. So. Yeah. But all that said, yeah, I did listen to The Final Frontier a lot today, and I did listen to Patient Number 9 this week, which is something that I had not listened to. And I listened to it the week it came out. I had, uh, I think I listened to it once. I had some major issues going on in my life at that time that just completely took me away from it. I just never had the desire to listen to it again. And in the last, you know, last month, I've been listening to a ton of Ozzy again, and and I, there's a, there's a, well, here, I'll go into my podcast, I guess, since, uh, cause I want to, since I don't usually do it first, but there's a podcast out there called Diary of the Mad Men. Um, I did appear on one episode, uh, with, uh, with George from the Judas Priest pod, pod, uh, podcast. And we were on there with the, the three guys from there and we did you know, the black rain versus the scream thing I was telling you. And, I've been, you know, they did a series where when the album came out a year or almost a year ago, they started doing one episode per song. Like mm. as much as I think I like Iron Maiden, like these guys love Ozzy so much more than that. Like they're just like the biggest Ozzy um, homers, you know, like, but, but they, I, but I, I, I told them recently, I said, when y'all get done reviewing every song on the album, that's when I want to listen to it. And I will listen to the song or the episode. And then I will listen to the, you know, whichever one I, if I listen to the episode, I'll listen to the song. And then, but then I decided I'm going to listen to the song first every time, because I realized I'll have at least some idea what they're talking about. So they still aren't really done, but I just decided I was out this week and it just, one day I just kind of thought, you know what? I'm going to play this album. Uh, I, I, I don't remember hearing it other than, one song. I remember hearing the t- the title track. That's the only thing I can remember. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go where no Steve has gone before, and I'm gonna <laughs> the, listen to Patient Number Nine the whole album. So, so these are the episodes I've listened to by Diary of the Mad Men podcast this past week. Uh, I listened to their Patient Number Nine the song. I listened to, uh, and all the rest of them are in 
it, their the song title with Patient Number Nine Discussion Series. So in the Patient Number Nine Discussion Series, I listened to Immortal, Parasite, uh, Degradation Rules, Nothing Feels Right, Mister Darkness, A Thousand Shades, One of Those Days, and No Escape from Now. So I think that's eight songs that they've done. They still got three or four more, but just it was cool. It, it, the more and the more I listened, the more I was. I was glad I did it because I was starting to catch on to things that they would talk about, like certain, you know, writers that he was using. And that album has a lot of people playing guitar on it. Mm-hmm. It's like got Jeff Beck plays guitar on a couple songs. Eric yeah. Clapton plays on a song. Um, the One of the guitar players from Pearl Jam, Mike McCready plays on a song. Zach Wilde plays on multiple songs. Uh, who else plays on the, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that's uh I think those are the three big names that those are the big, you know, Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton and uh, Mike McCready, Zach. And then, and then like Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers plays drums on, I think, most of the songs. But then Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters plays drums, I think, on three songs. Uh, Robert Trujillo of Metallica, he plays bass on most of the album. I uh, can't remember who else. Uh, actually, Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses plays bass on two or three songs as well. So it's a, it's like a really star-studded lineup, which I think helps and hurts it in a way. Yeah. Because like to me, the drumming on the album, both of those guys are like really kind of over the top at times. And sometimes it, it's just too much. I'm like, okay, I get it that this is how you do. But some I, I don't know. I didn't love it every time with the way the drums were going. So, but... Like I said, I'm only a few listens in, and I noticed that one of the songs that I did not like the first couple of listens, I noticed the, you know, I listened to it uh, a couple of times. I listened to one particular song more than one, more than a few times, and I noticed about the fourth or fifth listen, I was kind of starting to go, okay, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, it's like one of them old things where you we talked about, like you buy an album with cash and you don't have any more money, so you got to keep listening to make sure. <laughs> yeah, you got to listen to it a lot before you just call it a crap album. Like nowadays, you listen to half of an album on YouTube, and you're like, "This sucks. I'm not ever listening to it again." I've got to like this album, damn it! I know. <laughs> so like today, it's all throwaway. You, you don't like it, move on to the next. Yeah. So, so I'm going to be listening to it. A, a hopefully a fair amount this week. Uh, like I said, I've got a long. I have a. This is the longest. Uh, the, the job I'm doing this week is going to be the longest job I've ever done with my job. So the longest route I've ever done with my job. So I'll have a lot of time to listen to music this week. And I only listened to one other podcast. Uh, and it was called everyone is awful podcast with Jim Florentine, <laughs> as you well know. And I do know. I listened to you do know, or you Dino. Uh, I do know Dino. <laughs> yeah. <you> do. <laughs> So I listened to the. Oh, hang on, hang on. I don't know if he goes by Dino anymore, though. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. Uh, I, and I listened to uh, the, the the episode was called "Awful Inspirational Quotes," which I know we've already discussed this week. Um, so, but that's it. That's the podcast I listened to. So, what podcasts did you listen to? I also listened to that Jim Florentine, as we had discussed, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's what do we say? There's hills and valleys and that was a bit of a valley this week for the two of us i think so much so that i couldn't even remember what the the name of the episode was so you forgot the name of the episode i did did you you? i did did you did (laughs) um but i still love jim and i'm looking forward to getting up tomorrow morning and having a listen to see what he's 
got happening and see what he's complaining about this week. Yeah, see what Huxton and Darnell. Dar- I was trying to think what his name was. Darnell. Dar- oh, poor Darnell. Yeah. I wonder what's happened to him. Poor kid. I hope he's I hope he didn't get COVID. I hope we get more of an explanation. Yeah. Other than why why were the kids spinning on him? Yeah. That's what yeah. I want to know. Um but no, so I, yeah, I did listen to that. I also had a uh, listen to Pot of Thunder. Their episode was on Alanis Morissette's You Order Know. Okay. And they were, they were pretty favorable about that. And uh, I'm not going to say I got caught up in the buzz of her when she was out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I did like a couple of her songs. I never bought anything by her, but I remember hearing stuff. You couldn't avoid hearing it one way or another. Yeah, that You Ought to Know song was huge. Yeah. What was it, that one? And then she had one called... Uh, Ironic. Ironic, yeah. And she had. They were naming other songs. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew this. I remember this. The one that was... That was the one where she says that, but the other guy was given a high five or something like that, and a peace sign or something. Or a peace, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the that's the ironic one. I think so. I can't remember what any of the other songs were, but I guess if I heard titles, I might remember. But yeah, yeah you, she was. You huge. ought to know. You ought to know what it was. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but I do remember, and I'm sure I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever walked out of a concert was her show. Really. No, it I was. didn't know. No, I haven't heard this. Oh, I haven't. So, yeah, back in the 90s, I guess it was after this album had come out, and yeah. a mate of mine, we were going to see her, and they were being supported by Garbage, the band Garbage. Oh, like, you mean it wasn't It wasn't like um, a Fear no. of the Dark cover band? Not that, not that sort of Garbage, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, the band Garbage, and I was like, I'd heard a song by them, I was like, oh, you know, I hope I kind of like them, but even if I don't, it doesn't matter, because what I've heard of Alanis Morissette... It'll be all right. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, garbage come out and poor, they delivered. I was like, I was really impressed with them. They 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 brought the trash. They did. They kicked it to the curb, maybe. <laughs> and then Elias Morissette come out, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, I ended up saying to my mate, if this doesn't get any better in the next thirty minutes, I'm leaving. And I was so there. bad about it. I just, all I can remember is it was woeful. Like, I remember her standing in the middle of the stage. She had like a flannel shirt on, yeah. like looking down at the, kind of not hunched over, or maybe she was, just looking at her feet or the floor, just doing circles. And it's like, I don't know. It was just, there was no atmosphere or anything to it. Not mm-hmm. that I can remember. I was just unimpressed. And I was like, if this doesn't get any better in the next 30 minutes, I'm leaving. Yeah. So I didn't even give it another 30 minutes. So, so in less than an hour, I was like, I'm going. And he came with me, so he must have thought the same thing. But I was kind of, uh, I guess I was probably disappointed. I thought sure. there was a whole lot of hype. And she just, for me, she didn't meet it. Now, maybe that's probably more of me than her, but I don't know. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> Could be. Well, <laughs> She was happy. She got whatever I paid for a ticket, and she didn't care if I went home early or not. And she was eating a full layman yawn later. <laughs> yeah, laughing. It's like, <laughs> up, baby. Um, what else did I listen to? Oh, okay. So I listened to some Maiden Voyages. Is it Voyagers or Voyagers? Voyagers, yes. The, the, Voyagers, the, sorry. There was the podcast before it with the two guys that... You've got to remember, I'm just a fan, not an expert. Well, obviously, yeah. That's what we are, and... Yeah. But the, no, there was the guy called Maiden Voyages, the Maiden Voyage, I think, and they were, they were the ones that were like, oh, you know, right. you you know how I feel about Paul Diano. He's not my favorite, but like they were crapping all over Paul Diano, even on songs like, 
like Remember Tomorrow and stuff. And I remember just thinking, like they they didn't even sound like they were fans of Iron Maiden at all. It was like I felt like they started their podcast just because they thought, well, a lot of people like Iron Maiden. Yeah, I think I don't know if I talked to you about it as if they were going to try and piggyback. Like they had another podcast or something. They were yeah, they do. did, and they were always promoting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the uh, Maiden Voyagers are not like that. No, I like these guys. I do too. Um, so, but I I talked to you about the episode during the week, um, but I'd spoken with you, and I, I still thought about it a little bit. One of the guys on there, well. Okay, when I first spoke to you during the week, mm-hmm. the first question I asked you was, what would you think of this as an opener? And I said, can I play with madness? Yeah. And you didn't really think much of it for a start unless it was, okay, no intro music, and you rip right into it. But I yeah. thought it was a very interesting idea. And I was like, you know what? If there was no intro music and stuff like that, and they just started off, no one, two, three, four. Yeah, just a one, a two. <laughs> Yeah, none of that. If they just said, can I play with Madness? Now, the guys at Maiden Voyages had said, that's when the curtain drops, the music kicks in and you're off. And I was like, you know what? I could see that working. There'd be a a good energy right from the start. I'd rather hear that in an opening spot. Mm -hmm. Not that I wanted to hear it as the opener. Sure. But if I hear that song, I'd rather hear that in an opening spot than halfway through the set, one, two, three, four, can I play with Madness? Yeah, yeah. And And that's what I think I said to you when you asked me. I was like... That no, I said that would be terrible, but that's a, but you know what? If they did it like that, mm-hmm. like can I play with madness? And then like bang, but the boom, and then the, like I said curtain, bang, da, 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 that would be that would be pretty cool. I could see that working. Yeah, they yeah. said like you know, bang, pyro goes off, and then they launch into the song. That would so that work. was yeah, interesting thought there on that. And I, I don't know, I thought about that all week. I was like, I could see that working. Um, but yeah, they put their their set list together, and there's probably a more traditional set list and then there's a set list guy a set list like even the likes that i wouldn't have generated something <laughs> the other the other guy would have so that's kind of saying stuff yeah but no they're, they're good to listen to and it's yeah. good because they're younger so you get a different perspective you know we're all i'm gonna say we're all graying and they're all young like abs yeah and uh so paul in california they're young like like fex kind of young Mm-hmm. George, so, you know, these youngsters. So they've come in at a different time, and it's good to hear because you've got a different perspective on things. Oh, but, yeah. But I enjoyed that. Uh, what else did I have? So I listened to Eddie Trunk. Only does, because... does that mean you're really old when you're calling like guys in their mid-30s youngsters? <laughs> I didn't call them youngsters. I, I just... did, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'll leave that alone. I don't know if you're older than me or if you're younger than me. I'll just leave it at that. Maybe. Come on, Gramps. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yo, Codge. Um, yeah, they had a how he had an interview with Nuno Betancourt, so of Extreme, and Extreme's a band. Maybe they had one song I liked, and if they did, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah, I know it wasn't more than words can say or whatever that was. More but than he words. was. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he was talking about their new music coming out. Uh, a little bit on his relationship or introduction with Eddie Van Halen. Oh, no, the no. singer did. Okay. No, no, Nuno Betancourt did. Oh, okay, okay. Because is it Mike Tramp? Is he the guy from? No, no, Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon is the singer. Yeah. Who's Mike Tramp? Is that White Lion? White Lion. Yeah. Okay, another band. What's the singer of Aha? You want to mention him as well? Morton Harkett. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> I was pretty quick off the board there with that, wasn't I? <laughs> were you? I was, wasn't I? You were, you were. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was watching YouTube videos with Aha just a couple of nights ago with Doobie. Yeah. Because he wanted to watch Take On Me, so who might have say no but yeah anyway so listen. that's not something you're going to hear very often <laughs> no on an Iron Maiden podcast yeah anywhere actually <laughs> well probably um <laughs> no you know I'll die on that hill too I do like Aha I still like them hey that's cool you know mm-hmm. it takes all sorts mate it does so yeah anyway I don't know Nuno talked about something I forget what it was now yeah. uh, not important what else did I have? Asylum podcast. So they have their annual Love Gun appreciation celebration episode. So they went back through the album, you know, song by song. Would they do it every year? I don't know because I wasn't listening to. Well, I was listening to them a year ago, but I hadn't listened to everything back then. Huh. Like I've been more of a regular this year than last year. Okay. But tomorrow and tonight, where do you fall on that? Sucks. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right. It's a it's it's Paul Stanley trying to do a rock and roll all night wannabe. He wanted to come up with another song that was like you know what rock and roll all night was for them, like their anthem. I like, I like it, and I like it more than rock and roll all night. Ooh, probably I just like it so much. I just I hate the chorus. I, I I I've never really liked it. You know, you know, it's just it's just never been one that worked for me. I mean, back in eighty five, eighty six, when I was just getting into them and discovering all the albums as new albums and stuff. I, I've never liked that song. I mean, I could probably oh, sing you all the words cause you know, you get, you're in that thing where I listen to the albums I'd play. I get it. Yeah. I gotta, I try to like it. You listen over and over and over and over. And I mean, but I just don't like, it. I think it's stupid. Not my favorite song off there, but I like it a lot. I like it more than some. It's no going blind. <laughs> you better shut up, Matt. You just keep on moving. Keep on going. Yeah, here. do you know what? That's like splitting hairs for me because I like both of those songs a lot. Um, but anyway. For me, I think Going Blind is an amazing song, and I think Tomorrow and Tonight is crap. So, And I, I, know, like- I, and I know people do. I know there are people that like it. There's, I think there's a good guitar solo in it. I think I do remember that. But mm, I just like the song itself. I'm not worried. I don't know. Kiss songs aren't as memorable to me for solos for the most part. Oh, man. I mean, got, some, some are. You listen to some old Ace solos. Ace had some yeah, really cool solos. That's what I was thinking of. Dirty Living. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Well, that, that's one track, though. I mean, like... Oh, I can't Save Your Love. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Now you're putting me against the wall. <laughs> right, next. Um, got Love for Sale from Love Gun. Matter of fact, has a really good solo. Are you trying to make a point here? <laughs> Just... <laughs> I like Ace has a certain style, and when he does that certain style well, I really like it. So, sorry, go ahead. He does. That is almost me done. I sorry, I did also listen to Feckin' Metal. Oh, actually, that's interesting. Yeah, Feckin' Metal. Uh, him and George were talking about the new wave of traditional metal, and that he said had been writing for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And when they talked about all these bands, oh god, talk about feeling old. I was like, I don't know any of these bands. <laughs> talking about so. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to hear. I don't mind hearing about all different types of bands. Sometimes I'll, you know, press pause and I'll go off and have a bit of a listen. But uh, speaking of Feck and George, they're on tour. Did you know that? I think they are in, in, what, they're in Ireland or something. They, I don't, I don't know the locations. I guess it was because I think they were in uh, Dublin last night. And I, they, pro- I, I don't know. I don't know who's doing what over there. I just, I do know that Feck posted that he was going to see Iron Maiden tonight or in uh, 
Belfast. I know last night he made me extremely jealous by getting mm-hmm. to meet the official politician of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. When I saw That's that, right. I was that was cool ass. I gotta admit, I had a very strong urge of of jealousy when I saw that very, I don't know if that's an urge, but just, I had a very feeling of jealousy, you know, I was like, Oh man. But you know, I'm glad that they got to meet and that's really cool. Oh, because we like a little band. Yeah, exactly. It's cool as, yeah. You know that you, you mentioned that, that episode with uh, Feck and George, and you said that they talked about a lot of bands you had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Did, were they playing them too or? Yeah, they had played some of the music, and July, I was like, "Oh, did you like some, some of, of it? it?" Yeah, some of it I did. Some of it, and I, I can't remember any of the names. There was times where I was like, "Oh, I really like the music." This dude's voice, though. Oh, do you know what? When you were playing the Aces High track, earlier, oh yeah, yeah, the one that uh, Eric posted. Yeah. So this is Patreon talk. Just quickly going back to that. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm not going to so, go anywhere with that. Go ahead. No, no, but the band, one of the bands he played, it was like that. The guy's voice reminded me of okay. from the advance. And, but when Vec was playing, I was like, yeah, I like the music. I'm not sure about this dude's voice, though. But it's just interesting to, to get exposure to different bands because, you know, there's so, it's in as much as it's hard to find something, it's so easy to find something. You've got all these avenues, but you're just, you're drowning in an ocean. Oh, there's, yeah, so, so many things, yeah. It's like, where do you start? So, that's part of the reason I like listening to things like that. That's you know why I like listening to what you and um, and Kirsty might say. I mean, well, but that but that reminds me of something else too because you said a while I think a while back you you had listened to an episode oh. that Melissa and George recorded about going to I think it was what the Hellfest or whatever they went to. Uh, not and, Hellfest. That's European. The one down in Houston. Uh, Hell's Heroes. That's what it was. Hell's called. Heroes. That's it. Yep. And, and and you said that I think uh, that George did. George play a bunch of the songs of, the, of those bands too. Did they? Or maybe were they naming names? Maybe they were just naming the bands. Oh, because you said you were stopping and going and yeah. listening to the bands that they. So I, I meant to ask you that week. Um, what did you think of the bands that jo- that George and Melissa were throwing out there from Hell's Heroes? Matt, you still there? You listened to that episode, right? Did you? Did you listen to it? Can you still hear me? <laughs> yeah, Hello? I can hear you. Hello. Could you? <laughs> so what? You didn't? Did you like any of the bands that you heard? Or it's nice that we're all individuals and we all have different likes. <laughs> Does is this your way of just saying you didn't like anything you heard? Uh, of what I chose to listen to, no, nah, there was nothing that really stood out. Okay, to me. look, I'll, I'll just say it if you don't want to say it. No, okay. I the remember words- when George was was at the festival and he was posting about it on Twitter, and and I remember like he posted about one band. He goes, "Oh man, these guys are super heavy, or they this sound, or this is great, or whatever." And I and I'm the same kind of way. I'll go on there and listen. Yeah, it's just it's not for me. It's not for me. So, but you know what? No, but, but I wouldn't know if I'd never gone and listened. Yeah, you'd never, you'd never know if, if if you if you liked, uh, Gore Guts or uh, or uh, was, nah, was Smolder one of the bands that was at the Hell's Heroes? Yeah, I think Smolder did get a mention. I think that's like a is that Doom Metal? Not Doom. They're kind of like slow. Yeah, because Melissa had interviewed one of the the the, the singer maybe one time. I, I think the girl's name. I could be wrong. I'm probably am wrong. It might have been Simone, or I'm getting that mixed up with Voyager, maybe. Or maybe Alanis. 
Uh, no, I don't think it was Alana. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. So, any other podcasts? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I had to reach around a long way to be able to uh, to get that to to do that reference there, didn't I? You kind of did. I don't know if you saw that coming, but I knew it was coming, and I was laughing the whole time. I was trying uh, to hold my laughter. Yeah, I, I could feel it. It was simmering there, and I could feel it coming to a boil. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, you know what? It's I don't know. It's interesting just to hear the different bands, and then it's oh like, yeah, okay, it this definitely band, is. I'm always oh. interested to hear what other, and especially if there's a live video, like if, whenever George was posting stuff, I would always just find the live video. I was like, I don't want to hear what they sound like in the studio. I want to hear what they sound like live. What is he actually experiencing? And I would just be like, whoa. Cause usually it's, it's usually the thing with those type of bands is I think the music's really cool. And I just, mm-hmm. I hate the vocalists. Like, I'm just like, I can't, you know, it's either the growly stuff or whatever, but. You See, know. to me, it's a bit niche. Like I find, yeah, I can like the music, but those vocals sometimes mm. it's just generic. Yeah, I think there's I think there's a real talent to doing vocals like that, and sometimes it just doesn't work for me. And there's other bands where it really does. But one thing that is interesting about them both going to a festival like that. Yeah. Now I'm not, I'm not naming ages, but there's an age difference. Sure. Be- between both of them. So for both of them to have that common interest, I think is really cool. It to is. They share those bands. It just shows it's just the diversity of it all that I like. That's cool. And so hello to both. Both of them were on tour as well. And Melissa's on tour as well. Yeah, she is. She is on tour right now. So that it is really cool though that the uh, that they but it just goes to show that the music is very right. diverse, you know. It's diverse enough to get a, a wide audience. It's cool that a lot of people Well, music can transcend anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so is that that's all your podcast you got? That was all the podcasts that I listened to this week that I can remember. Okay. Well, next up, we're going to get into the retweets and the quote quotes from last week's episodes. And I know you're particularly excited about this. So there's not a lot of retweets or re- or quote quotes this week. Not nearly like what we had last week, but there's still hey, some. Not as much controversy this week, apparently. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, first off on the retweets is um, Samos CH in Athens, Greece. And I was actually chatting a little bit with him. And um, he had mentioned that uh, he uh, he liked, he said it was a cool idea that we did this because he, he, he made his list up for us, Right. And so mm-hmm. I was chatting a little bit with him. So I read his list and I'll, I'm not going to read everybody's list unless they did a tweet trope, but for, for, for him, I'm going to read it because of a particular, uh, something he said that I thought was really, really, really cool. Um, so here's his list of songs under five minutes. He said the alchemist days of future past. Oh, this will make you smile. Murders in the room morgue. Mm, that's a good one. Killers. Number of the Beast, Wasted Years, Wicker Man, Trooper, Flight of Icarus, Evil That Men Do, and Ace is High. So I saw this list, and I, I thought, well, this sounds different than Matt's list whenever we did this. So then I immediately said, well, what about Hooks in You? <laughs> Would you care to hear his reply? Uh, I wonder if he's one of the replies that I had read from YouTube a little he said, earlier today. <laughs> didn't post my least favorite list. 
Having said that, Hooks in You is probably my least favorite Iron Maiden song together with The Apparition. But I tend to listen to it more often than some generic songs like Tears of a Clown or A Man of Sorrows. So I just thought that was a really well put comment. But keep in mind, it's his least favorite. His least favorite song altogether, he said. Of all his favorites, that's the least. That's okay. It still ranks in his favorites. It still ranks in his favorites somewhere. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to leave this here. That um, someone said that this song is ridiculously underrated. I'm just going to say that. Not my comment. Someone else's. Doesn't mention if they were on drugs or not, though. So huh. you don't know. You don't know. They were they drunks? Were they drug screened or alcohol screened before they posted those comments? Did they blow in a breathalyzer of any kind? Uh, if I not, don't... then I, I'm, I can't count that. So. Okay, so so also um, outside of uh, outside of Samos, uh, and I thought it was cool. Someone in Athens, Greece, because um, the only other person we know there is the Grecian Martian, and I don't oh, even Joe. Know if, yeah, I don't even know if he's there. One of your favorite singers, so right, headshot, headshot, yeah. <laughs> uh, next up was uh, the Scouser, David Laird in Liverpool, England. Uh, Next up, uh, Thane of the Woods in Indiana, USA. Ron Kramer in Washington State. Ian White, uh, the Wish.com version of <laughs> Matt in Solihull, West Midlands. <laughs> Guy Halloween was good when I saw him a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, P-I-M. Oh, gosh, should I do this for you or not? Okay, I'll do it just for you, Matt. Kirsty's not here. Hashtag SPFC in 22 or located at 22 Acacia Avenue, Hell. Uh, next up was Heavy Metal Maiden Metallica in Sao Paulo, which I believe is in um, Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Uh, His Royal Dudeness, Dave in the USA. Not in Brazil. Not in Brazil. <laughs> and let's see here. Okay. So next up, we got the Queet quotes, Matthew, and I have to read them off my phone because a lot of people posted these lists and on these lists, uh, they're not, you can't just copy and paste them. So I can't mm. put them into my little thing. So first off, we have his Royal Dudeness, Dave in the USA. And he said, yet another fun way to rank Maiden songs. We, we keep trying to, we keep coming up with new ways, don't we? <laughs> Oh, oh, listen to this. And the gang brings it as usual, defending their choices with unbridled enthusiasm. Was that a typo when he said it? <laughs> brings it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couple, couple, of the key, couple of the keys weren't working that day. Yeah, the, <laughs> remember that? He did say it. Would you, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, "Attached is my list of songs under five minutes," and then he and then of course he can't just be like the normal person here. He says, "I went with my second tier choices, thereby avoiding the more obvious songs." Um. Oh, Matt, I haven't mm-hmm. looked at this list until now. Yeah, I know it's it's an interesting list. Got it. It's, it's got some. I would say there's one, two, three. Four songs in here that I really, five songs in here that I really like. Um, let me see how many. Uh, he, I, I put a message to him or a 
one, two of these, two of these were in my bottom five, but anyway. I think he got, I think he got two of them switched around back to front is what I said to him. I yeah, thought someone did. hacked his, hacked his little tweet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got invaders, mm-hmm. Transylvania, and I don't know if these are, I think he said these aren't in any particular order. Invaders, Transylvania, Innocent Exile, which I really like, uh, Stratego, which mm. I think was in my top 11 or. Days of Future Past, which I think was also in my top 11. <sighs> Matthew. <laughs> he also put next. Quest for Fire. I know. It gets worse. Uh, not with this next song, The Mercenary. Uh, next one was in my bottom five list, Drifter. <laughs> in that Yo, 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 Yo song. Uh, I would say yes and no. Live okay. it is. On the album, it's not. Yeah. I prefer the live version. When I, prefer he's like, the, I prefer not live Yeah, for this case. Uh, then, he, then he put one that I, I don't know if this was in my top 10. I think it had originally been there on top 11. Judas Be My Guide. Oh, I love that. Then I think he's got another typo here. Mm-hmm. Hooks in You. Um, well, hang on. What was the name of that track? Hooks which one did you say then? I thought you dropped out for a second. Sorry. Hooks and you, shut up. Uh, oh, hooks and you, hang on, hang on. So I don't know why the people say that this is the worst album of Maiden and that this song is bad. It's really good. I do I like read, the album. I just read it off YouTube. <laughs> this is without a doubt one of the best Iron oh, Maiden songs ever written. Catchy yet intricate. And with great guitarists, you know, I couldn't make this stuff up. The next part, the next song he chose was, I think, I think was in your top 11. I don't know if it was in mine or not, but I know what this is. And this is the one I, this is the other one I questioned. You're going fate's warning. Oh, no, it wasn't that Uh, you probably, probably quest for fire was what you were questioning. So, uh, let's see now his bottom five is almost like a who's who of songs until there's one in there. That's going to really upset you. No, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it, that's why I thought the one in his top should have been in the bottom and the bottom should have been in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, he had the the assassin, which I think we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. Chains of Misery. You know, the one with the gang vocals. Well, wow. oh. Speaking I did, of, I did stand up for that. Speaking that of crappy gang vocals. I wasn't speaking of crappy gang vocals, but anyway. From Here to Eternity is next. I'm glad to see that's down there. Um, he's got Tears of a Clown. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't put that in the very bottom. I mean, it's it's not one of the best, but it's definitely, uh, definitely it's far from the worst. And um, Childhood's End. That's the one. Yeah, that's a typo there. I mean, that's a much better. I mean, this. What, but you know what, Matt? What, 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 how can you really trust somebody who has Quest for Fire in their <laughs> top hundred and fifty? Their two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, but this is his second tier. I mean, I don't. Well, that's true. I mean, maybe if he was making like fifth or sixth or maybe ninth tier. Um, how many songs are on Quest? Oh, there's nine songs on. Um, Peace of mind. So ninth tier. That's a ninth tier for me. Look, fans, not experts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, so that's that's uh, that's Dave's. Next up, we have Chip Ross in California, and he said, 
Here's my list of best and worst songs under five minutes. His uh, best. Well, let's go to worst. Let's go to worst because <laughs> cancel it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. I'm, and and he has these in order, so I'll real I will do cancels order on his list. Number five. This sounds familiar. Tears of a clown. So maybe there's a there's kind of a, a stigma with that one. Uh, number four. Now this was no typo. Quest for fire. Number three. I'm going to skip number three right now because I want more to say more about that. His number two was one with crappy gang vocals from here to eternity, Matthew. Mm -hmm. And his number one, another one with crappy gang vocals, Chains of Misery. I can agree with those. Now, his number three is a song that we've probably heard Steve Harris talk bad about. Maybe Bruce Dickinson. It's a song off of Number of the Beast called Gangland. But I wouldn't put Gangland. I mean, I think Gangland's a lot better than... I think it's its placement on the album kind of hurts it. I mean, it's not grade A, like the stuff around it, but it's not bad. Every song on the album can't be a grand slam. I mean, right. it, 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 it's, it's, it happens, but it's rare. And I mean, you got this, it's on an album with children of the damned, 22 Acacia Avenue, number of the beast run to the hills. Hallowed be thy name. Invaders. Invaders. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I, I don't you, like prisoner. You've got prisoner. AB will get onto you. Uh, <laughs> AB. I didn't forget about it, but I did. <laughs> actually I did. I mean, the prisoner is, is way, uh, is is a good song. It's just that chorus is too much for me. So that's his that's his worst. Okay, so I I agree with everything in there. I guess I can agree with Tears of a Clown, but I you know, I don't necessarily think it's as bad as everything else. So uh, now his best eleven, uh, number eleven, Stratego. Nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see it, nice. Tis yes. Number ten, Wrathchild. Can't oh. argue that. Although we weren't doing songs under three minutes, were we? <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. Number nine was Rainmaker. Definitely good. Number eight, this will definitely make Kirsty's father, Mr. Prince, happy. Only the good die young. Mm. Uh, the next one will make Kirsty happy. The Trooper. Uh, Run to the Hills is number six. Five is Wicker Man. Four is Number of the Beast. Man, he's got like half the uh, half the album on here for Number of the Beast. Uh, then he's got number three, Children of the Damned. And then he's got number two, The Evil That Men Do. And number one, he said the best song that Iron Maid never recorded under five minutes is, Matt? No prayer. Sorry, no, no prayer. Hooks in you. Flight of Icarus. Yeah. Well, that's a good one too, I guess. Hey, at least Hooks in you didn't make his bottom five though, right? For you. This is true. It's like a... It's like somebody's least favorite. Still a favorite. Yeah. It's somewhere in the list. Hey, they got 158 songs. It's 158. It's still in the top. It's in the it top is, 158. So. Next up, we have the official detention teacher, the happiest man in podcast land, Gen Murray Yatani in Chiba, Japan. And, and he said, I had only one perfect match each with Uncle Steve and Kirsty. Both of them were in the worst five, though. <laughs> I guess our opinions on what's great may vary, but we tend to agree on what's bad. <laughs> Except maybe Matt. <laughs> Called out. 
Yeah, I know. He was separated from the pack that yeah, I was you running with. <laughs> yeah, it's El Bravado when you're out with your mates. And then it's like, we record on a Sunday, but you know what you're going to do on Monday. Exactly. Yeah. What are you going to So Yeah, that's a good question. What are you going to do tomorrow? Uh, I'll probably get up and work. Actually, what are you going to do in one minute? <laughs> Well, yeah, one minute from now. I'll probably this call will probably take another hour. <laughs> so let's read his. Um, he says, "My Iron Maiden Stomper rankings." Now you know where the word "stomper" came from, right? Because we got people calling them bangers, crackers, uh, crackers, and stompers. And I like stompers the best. I just think stomper sounds good. But then somebody came along and said a stomper. They thought it was going to be like the songs with the gallop. No, I wouldn't have thought that. Okay, I, I I would have said songs with Gallup, but I, but I, I thought that makes that does make sense. Stomper, I would have taken that as like a sludgier, heavier, yeah, yeah, sound. But we're not talking about Alice in Chains, so we're talking about Maiden here. So I don't we're not talking about Chains, we're not talking about balls to Picasso here. <laughs> not anymore. That not was anymore. Patreon talk. Apparently. That was Patreon talk. Yeah. So here's what so here's what um, Gen has listed as his worst five, Matthew. And he and even put little letters. How can, hang on. How can the happiest man in podcast land even have a worst five? I mean, he wrote worst five. He didn't say. Uh, I guess he followed the rules. He didn't say least favorite. He said worst okay. five. And he followed the rules? Just he's a, deten- that he's a detention teacher. He has to follow uh-huh. the rules. I, I saw some people didn't. Well, you know what? He doesn't just make the rules. He abides by them. He so, is the rules. He is. He is. Rule. Oh, no, never mind. So, okay. His worst five. Mm. I wouldn't put this in the worst five by a long shot, but I've seen the list. But I can understand it. Number five, worst maiden track of all time, under five minutes. That is. Yeah, I definitely with with a cup with one noticeable absence. Oh. No, with two or multiple noticeable absences here, I can't believe he put number five. Bring your daughter to the slaughter. <laughs> what? No hooks in you. You don't have room for hooks in you down here. You don't have room for from here to eternity. Oops, I don't want to say his list. Uh, number four was his match with Kirsty, the assassin. Number three was his uh, match with Uncle Steve, quest for fire. Number two, the apparition and making its. I don't know how many appearances at number one, Matt. Mm-hmm. Chains of Misery, a song that has crappy gang vocals in it. You try and drive that home, really, aren't you? I'm just making sure. I mean, because really, because Chains of Misery is, I mean, look, the the, the melodies oh, and the verses, the way he sings it, there's a madman in the corner of your eye. That sucks. It's not. Oh, I thought you were going to say you like that part. No, it's not that good. It's just, oh. it's, it's, I'll take the back. Do you, know, do you know what your problem is? What? You're no fun. I'm no fun. I, you're I'm, no fun. I I'm don't an know. En- I'm an enemy you, of fun. You, that's. I was trying to think of how to put it. I couldn't uh, put it any better than that. Yeah. Are you going to steal? Steal from the, I don't want to say the best, but you know. Yes. Yeah, I got you. So, so Change the Misery, yeah, I, I I just don't think it's a very good song. It's. Well, let me rephrase it. It's not a very good Iron Maiden song. Maybe if it was like, maybe that would be Poison's best song or something. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Okay. So, um. Gens, and this is how he wrote it, his best 10. And these are all under five-minute songs. Number 11, which is, I think, one you commended him on, The Mercenary. Yeah, it's interesting to see. A couple of people had that. Yeah, that surprises me, but 
Um, number 10, Murders in the Rue Morgue. Mm. I definitely don't agree with that one. Uh, number nine, one I definitely do agree with, The Evil That Men Do. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Run to the Hills. Seven, The Trooper. Six, Judas Be My Guide. Five, Children of the Damned. Four, One to Make Mr. Prince Smile. Only the Good Die Young. That really is a good song. Yeah. Um, number three, Ace is High. Number two, I'm surprised. He's got two Dave Murray songs at the top here. Number two, Rainmaker. I believe that's a Dave Murray. And number one, it is a Dave Murray, yeah. And number one, wait a minute. I feel like I've read this before. Oh, Deja Vu. Uh, yeah, you like what I did there, huh? Tasty, tasty little trek from Dave. Yeah. A little bit of that, what Matt likes to refer to as Murray magic. magic. Next up, uh, okay, Chip Ross has another one, but this is not a list. He, this is what he said. At first, I thought this would this would be ranking of songs with the gallop, like that was what Stompers meant. Mm-hmm. There are almost too many of those to categorize, which is probably true. And one could argue what does and doesn't have the gallop for hours. Or they could waffle for hours, right? Apparently, that's the thing to do. Ah. Next up, Matt, when's the last time you went to an Iron Maiden show and didn't have any idea what the set list was? Ooh, probably 2008. Well, I know somebody. Oh, sorry, no, 2010. Sorry. I know somebody that June 25th, 2023, went to a show and didn't know any of the set list. That must seem like it was 1990-something to that person. It must, but... The Honorable Counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party in Garvaugh, Northern Ireland. Of course, he was in, where was he at last night? He was uh, hobnobbing. Hobnobbing with Feck. But where were they at? They were seeing Maiden. That's what I was asking at Dublin. Well, it was Dublin, was it? They were in Dublin seeing the Future Past tour. And I think he might have enjoyed it. Just he a didn't bit. even know they were doing Alexander the Great. Like I know. When I we, talked mess- about that, we talked about that earlier. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I was messaging him like right after the show and stuff. So I was asking him some questions. I was like, so what did you go in knowing? Like, what did you really know? He's like, nothing. Kudos to him. That's awesome. Because that. uh-huh, that's hard to just bury your head from everything. And I, and I will say I did warn him, you know, he didn't listen to any episodes for, uh, from us for him a little bit, but I did tell him, do not go look at the t-shirts before you watch the show. Because if you do, you're going to get about four or five songs on there. Well, he took a photo of the t-shirts. Thank thank you for that. Cause I got to see what was going around. Yeah. They had Alexander the great. They had hell on earth. They had, uh, the prisoner apparently has a shirt. Did you know that? I couldn't see, but they said it was an event shirt. I couldn't really tell, but Andrew said it had a lot of things on. I, I thought it was a really cool looking shirt because oh. Ed, Eddie looked very cartoonish in it, and I liked that. Like, Hang I, on, is this the one Thick was wearing? Yes, yes. Oh, I was trying to work out what that was. I didn't realize that's what it was with the chessboard in the front. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't have a clue. I've never seen the Prisoner TV show, but Andrew said that there was a lot of clues in there, and I was just like. I loved that Eddie looked very cartoony in it. I, uh-huh. That's the Eddie yeah. I want. I don't want Not the grotesque one. I don't want Eddie with his brain sticking out of the top of his head or like yeah. 
I liked that shirt, but I, and I wanted to. Oh, I was going to send a message or tweet him back just to ask him what the context of that shirt was. Oh, that's cool to know then. Yeah, I like that shirt. Yeah, because I said, because when I looked at him, I posted that I liked number six better. And then Andrew even came back and said, well, it would have to be number six for the prisoner. And I thought, well, that's pretty clever. <laughs> but I didn't know. I just, I just, like I said, I thought it was. I don't want I don't want Eddie with big horns and big fangs coming out of his mouth like he did last tour, you know. I want yeah. cartoony Eddie. So I'm kind of it is kind of cool that they're doing somewhere in time cuz Eddie was definitely more cartoonish back then. Yeah. Especially on that, you know. So okay. The counselor's list is as follows. He 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 just wrote fun fun fun. And he only gave us his top 11. I guess this is his top 11. And, and I like this because unlike anybody else, Matthew, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to read his list from bottom to top. Are we just going to assume that he he went with council's order? He did go with council's order because when I he look at it, 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 yeah, it says fun, fun, fun. And the very first one written says 11. So he did them in reverse order. Mm. Number 11, run to the hills. 10, ace is high. Oh, this will make you happy. Number nine. Be quick or be dead. Oh, that's a good one. Number eight, Days of Future Past. You remember that one, right? Deja vu. <laughs> Number seven, Judas Be My Guide. That's a banger. It's a stomper. Cracker. <laughs> Number six. Well, that wasn't a slur. That was like a cracker of a song. Yeah, I was about to ask. What are you? What are you what's going on here? <laughs> we both have the same skin annotations. I don't whatever that word is. Number six, Stratego. I'm not. I better stop going there. Number yeah. five, Rainmaker. Number four, Wicker Man. Three, Only the Good Die Young. Two, The Evil That Men Do. And number one, The Trooper. He's his list is one song away from just pretty much being a perfect list in my opinion. And you know which song I'm frowning on. No, but, I don't really. Uh oh. <laughs> Next up, Matthew. Hmm. <laughs> We have the official dinosaur of Uncle Steve's Iron Do we? Do we, though? Dean King, who is also called... uh, (laughs) I haven't read this yet. Dean, prehistoric and proud. And then there's a dinosaur there, and it says... So when I where the dinosaur is, I'm just going to say the word dinosaur. Dean, prehistoric and proud dinosaur king, too. That's quite a mouthful. Could we shorten that? Uh, how about uh, p- uh, p- d- d- prehistoric and proud dinosaur? Hold on. Let me look at this one more time. Prehistoric a words. and proud king. How about DPAP? DPAP. DPAP K. DPAP K. Hang on. D- read, read his name again. Dean. Dean, prehistoric and proud. So DPAP. <laughs> Dinosaur King 2. DPAP DK2. <laughs> there's, there's still a lot to that. DK2. Dinosaur King 2. What is that? Just DP. Yeah. I guess so. Whatever. The man... The, he, he, he's got... He, the nickname's getting longer here, so... Is it? So, so, so all, this talk, all this talk. Yeah. You Speaking of things getting longer, now. this episode's getting longer. <laughs> So Where's Kirsty? She keep us on track. Wait till she's she, wait till she here. hears this. She's, she's a three-hour waffle. She, 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 she doesn't even know you're. Break. She doesn't even know you're going to be on here. So, 
If I would have told her you were going to be on here, she probably would have volunteered to come on as well and do she this. Probably to keep us all in line and keep it down. Yeah, to she's like, look, I got to get this episode out. This is this 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 is this is this is my bread and butter in the podcast world. So I got to, uh, you know, she should be like, it'll be like the so, you know, it'll be like the um, like like Metallica's Saint Anger. This will be the Saint Anger of Waffle Zones. Oh, it could be the Lulu. The l- <laughs> yeah, because that's longer. Okay, but not a Zulu Lulu. It's a, oh. I wish your son was here. What would your son say if he heard you say those words? Uh, be, he hates that song. Oh, he's got I some, hate the tuning up. I hate this. That kid's got some sense, I tell you. No. So this is what DP said. DP? Oh, DP. <laughs> you gave him that nickname, not me. DPAP. That's what DPAP said. DPAP DK2 <laughs> said, fun discussion of amazing songs, no matter how you rank them. Here's my list and a few comments. This will be, uh-oh, I didn't realize this. This will be two or three tweets long. Oh. Laugh out loud first off. Despite calling me prehistoric, actually, damn that. I'm proudly prehistoric. <laughs> Credit to Matt for giving no prayer love. Love. Also, my eyes are still stuck up in my head from rolling them over gang vocals talk. <laughs> He's going to love this. Please stop. LOL. Laugh out loud. Finally, I will beat this dead dinosaur one last time. You just stop beating things, please. Dean <laughs> quest has a cool opening. Awesome. Baseline throughout great solo and Bruce's, Bruce delivery is perfect. It's based on a mood. Now, didn't we? Didn't they say Bruce was laughing when he was singing this in the studio? Yeah, he thought it was. How do you put it? Shite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he laughed. Yeah. So who, who told us that? Was it Kirsty? I think so. Mm. He so he says it's based on a movie and inspired by a whole mess of books by Edgar Rice Burroughs called "The Land That Time Forgot," which involved man stuck on a prehistoric island with dinosaurs. Lots of other books with that theme that I know Steve grew up loving, as did I. Lyrics make me smile every time. <laughs> Cheers. He's got that faraway look, that smile. <laughs> and and I, I just gotta I gotta um I gotta read this next comment, you know, because uh, the thoughts and views expressed on this podcast are the views of Matt and Steve, probably not Kirsty based on this comment. <laughs> Apologies, Dino. Unfortunately, this was recorded before you asked us to stop talking about gang vocals. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get to the real meat here. Let's get to his list. Okay. Let's see what's on his list. Oh, Matthew. Got to read Dean's list. D, D, Pap, D, K, 2. It's list. Oh, wow. And he even lists his favorite Iron Maiden song of all time. I like that. Bottom five, still like three of these songs. None are trash. We'll be the judge of that, Dean. (laughs) Oh, wow. Number five, Another Life. Ah. Well, in the bottom five. Yes. That's a surprise. (laughs) I'll I'll say this. I never liked that song. Dean, don't say that now. (laughs) No, no. I'm, I'm saying this. I, I never liked Another Life until I heard it on Beast Over Hammersmith. I kind of got a new appreciation for hearing it on Beast Over Hammersmith. So, uh, let's see. Next up, 
well, look at this. Me and old Dino agreed on something. Drifter at number four. Can't agree with that. Yo, 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 mm. Dino. Yeah, but that's the live version. No one wants to hear that. Oh, well, for... I don't, no one wants to hear the yo, yo, yos. I do. That's Not my favorite part of the song. I can think of. No. Okay, wait, hold on, Matt. Next up, he has uh, a track. He must have it on here because it's got these crappy gang vocals in it. Chains of Misery. Matt, do you think Chains of Misery has crappy gang vocals in it? Uh, it has gang vocals. I don't think I've ever used the word crappy before them. No. Shite gang vocals? <laughs> Would you say uh, I don't. Re- I don't recall ever using the word shite and gang vocals in a <laughs> sentence. Horse shite gang vocals? Only if I had uh, multiple. Horse shite! But no. <laughs> okay. Number two. Wow, look at this. So me and Dino had three songs in common. That's. On our worst of list. That's... Is Dean your alter ego? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know. Three. I don't know. But number two, at The Apparition. And number one, I'm a little surprised with. I got to be honest, Matt. Um, but it is an, a song that I've seen come up in two lists now. Mm-hmm. His number one least best song in his bottom five songs under five minutes, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Oh, <laughs> God almighty. Oh, man, I'm looking at his top, man. <laughs> Matthew, are you sitting down? I'm a butt. So, like, his number 11, just just the fact that it's, I want you to just keep in mind the other songs and how good they are and what number 11 is. Number 11, Quest for Fire. <laughs> Oh, he did go there, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Okay, so everything else, just think about everything else. But, well, he, he backed himself into a corner on that. He had to put it somewhere. Yeah, he don't have a choice. And, and you know what? He put it. At the, if you're going to put it in your top 11, at least he put it in the right spot. If you were going to put it yeah, in your top big, 11. Big, big if, yeah. Because I'm, I'm re- we've read multiple lists. Yes, this is the only one where Quest come up at the top 11. Yeah, though. the top part of the list. So number 10. Murders in the Rue Morgue. Number okay. nine. This will make you happy. Yeah. This might have been in your list. Still Life. Wasn't that in your list? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. I think it was. If it wasn't, it probably should have been. Yeah. Wicker Man. Good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judas yeah. Be My Guide. Another good still, call. He's got still. a lot of Dave Murray magic here. That's interesting that he's put that ahead of Wicker Man. Because usually Wicker Man's more of a go-to... Uh, easily accessible kind of track for most people. But then again, DP's not most people. No, this is true. Uh, number seven, I said Judas Be My Guide. Number six, Rainmaker. Number five, wow, Tailgunner. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Tailgunner. I don't know if I'd put it that high, but I like it. Number I like four, the song except for the chorus. Number four, Flight of Icarus. Mm-hmm. Number three, Ace is High. Number two, The Trooper. And number one, my ma- my favorite maiden song overall, "Children of the Damned." Oh, we got that right up there. Okay. The other thing I want to mention to you is he has "Quest for Fire" in his top eleven. There's not any songs. <laughs> How many lists? There's not any songs. Uh huh. From Seventh Son in there. Well, I was thinking, how many lists? Top lists contain Aces High, Trooper, Quest for Fire. Exactly. I can only think of one. 
Mm-hmm. Someone prehistoric and proud. <laughs> I think this is one more list than there should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one up was... Um, okay, I got... Okay, Gen posted his list twice, okay. Uh, Steve, and Steve is in uh, Rhode Island, USA. He simply posted a tweet that said, Tweet of the day. And then again, let me double check his list. Uh, Deja Vu, Rainmaker, Aces. I'm sure he has the same list here. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the one who had Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Um, last, is this the last one? Yeah. The last Queet Trote for that episode, Matthew, mm-hmm. is Rocka Rolla. You're one of, the, one of your <laughs> hooks in you ba- uh, brothers or whatever y'all, the gang, y'all the hooks in you gang. You know what? We are many. And I'll I'll give you an example of that because someone wrote here, expletive, great oh, no. song, in yeah. YouTube comments under No Prayer for the Dying, live, oh, sorry, from Hooks and You, live in 1990. <laughs> and there's plenty more where that come from. Well, I can tell you this, Kirsty and I saw Hooks and You live in 1990 and neither one of us are writing comments like that. <laughs> well, of course, neither one of us are going to go on YouTube and watch a Hooks and You live video. <sighs> Uh, you're missing out, man. You're missing out. So this is what Rockarola said. Cool. I would love to know what a stomper is. Of course, Uncle Steve wants us to mix alcohol and medication. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm not saying you take you them do, together. Yeah, Just make sure you've taken your meds at some PSA point. PSA time. Please don't do that. Yeah, don't take your don't take your alcohol and meds together. Take your yeah. meds with water, preferably, and then, you know. Don't yeah don't don't yeah don't be doing all that God I, I don't need all that, but then he also says after after he says that I want them to mix alcohol and medication he says yikes there will be cake though so that's always good. <laughs> what kind of party are we hosting here, Matt? Oh, I don't know, but it's going to end up in a diabetic coma. <laughs> yeah. So that is all of the tweet quotes, Matthew, from that episode. Next up, we have the waffle zone, Matthew. And lucky for you, there aren't nearly as many. But there is a very, very prominent retweet that I have to read out. And I think you'll be pretty proud and you're going to understand why it's prominent. Mm -hmm. I got the Scouser, David Laird, Liverpool, England. These are all prominent people, but um, there's one in particular. The very last retweet is the one that I'm going to want you to focus on. I uh, got Ron Kramer, Washington State. Uh, Dave in the USA, the uh, his Royal Duneness, and Action Jackson in he doesn't have a location listed. But Matthew, uh-huh. this user also retweeted it, and I'll tell you where he's at first because it's a uh, another language. Uh, but I what I gather it is. Partido de Czechoslovakia, but it's spelled a little different. Like there's a Q in there and stuff. So I'm assuming that's the country, but the person's name, I didn't think I was going to do this twice on this episode. The person's name is hashtag. (laughs) Are you ready? Uh, I'll bring it on. Mr. Waffles. Mr. Waffles. Mr. Waffles retweeted the Waffle Zone. So, I mean, come on. Have we made it now? I think well, we've made it. I, I, think, I think you've missed your opportunity to trademark the name. Dang. 
I'm not hashtag Mr. Waffles, so. Mr. Waffles. <laughs> That's impressive. Do you think he waffles more than we do, really? Come on. That's Maybe that's why he, he retweeted it to let people know, hey, I'm still Mr. Waffles. I don't care what these guys are doing here. I'm the waffle. Yeah. I exactly. am the waffle. <laughs> I am the waffle. So we have three, only three, Matthew, three tweet quotes. But one of them is coming from one of our new regulars. So first off, we have uh, Rocka Rolla, who decided to get back into the uh, syrup game. Oh, he's back. He's back in the syrup game, which I (laughs) think he's just making stuff up at this point. He says, sugar high. Yeah. Homemade apple cider syrup shall be deployed. (laughs) You ever heard of that? No, homemade apple cider syrup. I don't know if I'd want to do that, to be honest. Yeah, apple cider is not really that good anyway, so I'll just go with Aunt Jemima. Oh. And then he says, Waffle. say that? What? Don't let Mrs. Steve find that out. (laughs) I prefer Aunt Jemima syrup. (laughs) Well, okay, I'll leave that one right alone. Yeah, you better leave it alone because it's gonna get it's getting ready to get rude. <laughs> so, um, and then he he also said after he said um, well, wa- uh, after he said homemade apple cider syrup, he said waffling about rude people, I may be in trouble. Let's listen and find out. Man, Matt, if people only <laughs> heard you, the Patreon you, from last week, then they would know what a rude person really was. Oh, you tried to put me on the spot today too. Did I? Today's did I? You did. How did do I do I? that? Oh, with my wife and daughter on the phone earlier. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I didn't really know how to. How <laughs> yeah, to you kind of. You had to shut down. You did you did you did you didn't you didn't you say you were going to just put an out of order sticker on your head at that point? <laughs> you were, you were done for the day. Did I? Did you? Did you? Did you? I'm well, sure. If I, if I did, maybe that's tough. Yeah, well, baby, that's all right. That's right. Is it? Is it tough? Really? Uh, next up, we have uh, our, you know, new uh, new friend here in the Waffle Zone, Eric Goal in mm. South Carolina. He's been he's become a regular. He's pulled up a seat at the table. He said he has. Yeah, and he did say this, and and I will address this a little bit. I kind of did afterwards too. Because I said when you go to a Bruce Dickinson spoken word show, all you want is Iron Maiden stuff. So his mm-hmm. comment here, he says, "He's saying I, me." That that's wasn't all I wanted. That's what I way. said. I said pretty much if you go, you want you want a ton of Iron Maiden, right? I get it. You don't want everything. You you don't you want to hear other things, but but you want to hear a lot of you go because you we all go because we know Bruce from Iron Maiden. So you want to hear Iron Maiden stories like the Nico story, you know? I went there for Bruce. I got Bruce. I was happy. He said, I have to agree with your statement about only wanting Iron Maiden with a Bruce spoken word. I would love a spoken word, maybe even a discussion of military history and aviation. Then again, I'm a nerd when it comes to that stuff. And I I do know that he is that way because he does post a lot of interesting interesting things like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I just mean that you, I wanted to hear a lot. I want to hear a lot of stories about you know, so we were recording 
you know, seventh son of a seventh son. And, you know, I didn't have any songs on somewhere in time and maybe talk about his feelings about that a little bit, but it wasn't that that's something maybe that would be in a book. Oh wait, it wasn't in his book either. So, you know, but that's, I would like that kind of stuff. And and I don't mean like a him poo pooing on Steve Harris or saying he was a real jerk for not letting me have my, my acoustic songs on somewhere in time or whatever, but I'd like to just hear his thoughts, you know, but maybe, I mean, you could have asked that question. Um, that's why there was a QA there. Yeah, you know, I. Hey, you asked a question at that Bruce Dickinson spoken uh, word show, didn't you? I did. You know, he, I did. And he answered it right. Well, did he? Did he? Did he? <laughs> exactly like did he? Yeah. So tell. Once you just for anyone that hasn't listened to our bros, Bruce Dickinson spoken word our show, bros. bros, our Bruce Dickinson spoken word show from gosh what a over a year ago at this point january of last january year. of 20 22 yeah yeah so why don't you just tell everybody just to give them a little taste <sighs> of something that got happened on that so we went to you know me and matt both went to bruce dickinson spoken word shows i went in dallas matt went in kansas city and i got there late didn't even have a chance to think about a question matt got there early though and Gave a really well thought question, and lo and behold, Bruce Dickinson started reading his question. So this is a twofold question for you, Matthew. Yeah. The first part, the two part question. First part. Tell people about your what your question was and how Bruce read it, and then tell them how he answered it. Oh, I'm trying to think. I know the gist of the question. So that's close was, enough. Yeah. It was to do with because he is such a busy guy doing so much. Would he ever retire? Could he ever see himself retiring, or would death be the the ultimate retirement? It was something to that effect. Would it take his death? So before you tell how he answered, how did he read your question? Did he just read it normal? Yeah, he, he read it out verbatim what I wrote. Okay, no inflections in his voice. Did he? Or did no, that happen on the a, the answer? No. <laughs> It more happened so with the answer. Okay. So, yeah. Um, will retirement be the death that Bruce didn't experience in life? Something to that effect. Yeah. And it was a genuine question. Like, I really was curious. Yeah. And, um, and so wait, he, wait, 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 real, real quick, too. What was your response immediately when you heard him reading your question? How were you, like, how were you feeling at the time? Oh, kind of giddy on one hand, a little giddy. Yeah. But, but genuinely excited that I was going to get the answer to my question, yeah. which was a, a seriously thought out question. Yeah. Because I was like, is he one of these people who's just going to push on till he dies? He'll never retire. Sure. And <laughs> so the, hang on, let me think. So I got I'll, a five, a five word answer. Well, that's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> and then, oh, there you go. And you then what did everybody that, in the arena do? You did exactly what the, the whole crowd did there that night. <laughs> everyone laughed. Yeah, everyone except me. Did you stand up like, and go, that was my question? <laughs> no, I uh, kept that to myself. Bruce would have had you escorted out probably. <laughs> He's like, you have a gun. <laughs> you trying to put uh, me in early retirement tonight? You got a gun? Are you licking the gun? He oh. Ask that. And you said, "No, I'm just a Zulu, Lulu." Woo! <laughs> no, yeah. it was a, it was a serious question, and that was the answer I got. He that was awesome. Uh, so he didn't he didn't want to say if he's going to retire or not. That's all it was. Let, let me ask you this question for anyone that hasn't heard that particular episode that we did, right? <laughs> yes. Just 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 on a just just I mean, 
We've done a lot of episodes. Where would you rank that in the pantheon of uh, episodes we've done? Like, would you, you know, on a scale of one to 10 or like this is the best episode or the worst episode we did? Like, where would you put it kind of like, how would you rank it without saying, without giving anything away? Oh, I mean, I would say it was, it's the only one I've listened to more than twice. And when okay. I say more than twice, I've probably listened to it maybe four or five times. <laughs> Not to hear myself, yeah. but because I get a genuine, I still have the same reaction today listening to it yeah. that I had that night. It was uh, fun. It, it was a fun episode. <laughs> but it, it wasn't, I didn't go into that thinking, oh, this is going to be a fun episode. Actually, when I think about it, I went into it thinking the exact opposite of what happened. Yeah, yeah. You just thought it was going to be a, just a regular yeah, it was it, it, it was a pretty bombastic episode. Maybe that's one good way to put I'll it. I'll just say this: if you know, you know. If, you, if know, you, you know, you know. And if you don't, go listen go to it. Go have a listen. You'll work it out. Yeah. Go listen to it. Retweet, retweet it on Twitter so some so some lucky soul can do a uh, talk about it in the Waffle Zone next uh, next week or the week after. I was I almost lost my composure that night. Mm. I remember that. Nah, you, yeah, yeah, you came close, Matt. You came close, but how close did he come, people? You need to go listen to find out. Yeah, I was trying to control my breathing at one point. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. We had some good laughs. We had some good laughs that night. There was a chuckle or two. Chuckle or two, yeah. So, okay. So we have one more more, uh, quote quote to read out from the Waffle Zone. And I have an update on this quote quote as well. Oh, my God. This Waffle's entered its second day now. You realize that, don't you? Hey, you know, Kirstie's going to be shaking her head, so... (laughs) And it says, that goes like this. I think it's entered its second hour. (laughs) Mm. Something like that. Pretty close. Um, So Kirsty, this is is from Kirsty, the official translator, historian, and administrator of the podcast. Kirsty. Would would have been timekeeper too if she was here. Yeah, she definitely wouldn't have. She definitely still wouldn't be on the phone now. And she simply said, well, she didn't simply. She said this. I talked about taking my friend to see Voyager last week without telling her it was metal and that she'd be standing in a crowd. I'm looking forward to asking her if she wants to go again over dinner tonight. Well, I, I don't know if she said this on Twitter or not, but she told me that her friend said she's been listening. I think she said she's been listening to Voyager nonstop and she's looking forward to going again. So mm. that's a success. It is. You know, you take someone to see a band like that, that, not sure. And then they walk away being a fan, you know, that's cool. Now, Matthew, we finished We're, We've completed the waffle zone. We've got everything done here. So now what people need to do, I guess, is just kind of waffle on over and, uh, I don't know. Listen, find out, find out what this new episode is. What, what, what is it? Do you know what it is, Matt? What is it? I can't even remember what it was. It's been I can't real- even remember the start of this waffle. <laughs> Let alone, let alone an episode that we might have recorded three or four months ago. And it's a good. And let me just, let me just give a. So just a word of warning. When you're in your, uh, there's nothing you can hide from. This intro is going to get a laugh out of you for sure, right? I'm telling you, this was the one of the funniest intros. From from Welcome to the Waffle Zone to In the Kingdom, baby, that we've ever done. 
it's it's one of the more unique ones and uh we we listened to the intro earlier <laughs> i i remember after we recorded it i i made a little clip and sent it to you and kirsty it was so you good did. So, i was like i think i said i think i said this was the best one we'd ever done so that said go to the waffle waffle on over listen to it and lots of retweets lots of quitos and hopefully you know maybe lots of uh, waffle zones next week let's get one Somebody guest somebody, waffles, guest waffles, guest waffles, somebody special, step special up guest waffles. Yeah. Someone step up. It's gotta be, like I said, decent recording, no profanity. You got to follow the format and you can waffle about whatever you like. As long as it's, you know, kid friendly ish. It can't be, you know, can't be uh really rude. Right, Matt. And you've got to keep it less than 150 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It depends on who it is. We'll see. We'll see. So with all that said, Cheers, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Man, talk about a talk about a long waffle. There. I have no idea how long that went for. <laughs>